Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. I hope you all are doing well. I am back today with another episode for you and on today's episode, I am going to be going over with you some of my tips for going after entrepreneurship, self-employment, if you want, you know, content creation, all of that, and what I've learned through pursuing this path myself. And if you have no desire to be content creator or self-employed or anything like that, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I actually think some of the tips that I'm sharing on this episode can still be beneficial for you in different ways. But before I jump into today's episode, I did want to quickly mention that this week will probably only be one episode going out as Courtney and I are both going to be traveling so I will not have the time to edit another episode until I get back next Tuesday but then hopefully I will have another episode out for you guys next Thursday. I really appreciate everyone who continues to tune in and listen. If you are an avid listener or if you are listening today and you feel called to leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts, just send me a screenshot of the review and I will enter you into a drawing. I'm going to be offering the winner of the drawing a free in-depth natal chart reading. In this reading, I go over everything from personality to career to your soul's mission to love life and inner healing tips. Do note though that I will need your exact time, date, and location of birth for this reading. So if you don't have that, then unfortunately I won't be able to actually give you that reading. So just keep that in mind. But yes, if you do leave a written review of the podcast over on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of your review via Instagram at lduclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S, and then I will do a drawing and I will reveal the winner when I get back next week. Honestly, I'm so out of breath these days. I'm not really sure why, but I have been dealing with some back pain, which I am definitely trying to look into and some other health issues that just randomly decided they wanted to pop up. So I don't know what is going on with me and my breathing today, but yeah, so if I sound out of breath, that is why. But anyway, I am so excited to jump into the tips. So if you are ready, let's jump into it. Before I dive into my tips, I first want to kind of give you a background of how I even decided to do the entrepreneur self-employment route. If you've been following along for a while now, then you've probably heard me mention this before, but essentially I had originally decided to go to college after high school because college was always something that was really pushed on me 
I believed that if I didn't go to college and get a degree, then I could never be successful, which is the biggest bullshit that we have ever been fed. But that is besides the point. So I decided to go and I had a not so great experience. I lasted about a year and a half before deciding that college was just not for me. And that's when I decided to drop out. When I dropped out, I was a full-time waitress at the time. And to be honest, the food industry, the serving industry, that's really all I've ever known because those were the only jobs that I ever had. I was caught up in the waitress loop cycle and if you're a waitress or you've been in the serving industry then I'm sure you can relate to that like toxic loop, that toxic cycle that is so easy to like get stuck in and feel like you can't break free from because it's like you know, you get quick money, but at the same time, you get treated like shit. You have to rely on tips to pay your bills. You, you know, work doubles with no breaks, always on your feet. And it was just an exhausting job for me physically and mentally. And now I'm not saying that this was like the hardest job in the world, because obviously there are many more jobs that are a lot more draining and demanding. But what I will say is that this job taught me a lot and I did unfortunately have many mental breakdowns while working as a server. And I know that many of the servers who are listening can relate. But basically, I hated my life at this point because I was so stuck in this mentality that like I was going to be stuck as a server forever, that I was a failure because I did not have a degree, and I just felt really lost. I had no real hope for the future. I couldn't even really vision it at this point, and I had gotten myself into a lot of debt. I maxed out a lot of credit cards because, I mean, most of the time I was using them for groceries because I struggled to pay my bills on time at the time. And I just remember that like whenever I wanted to get food or like needed food for my home, it was like, well, you have like $5 in your bank account. So it was, it was pretty tough. And when you don't have money to begin with and you go into credit card debt, it just kind of makes your situation worse and a lot more stressful in my opinion. So yeah, it was, it was a hot mess. And I remember one night after a really awful shift, I had just got sat with the last table of the night, which already kind of made me frustrated because I was not the closer. So I wasn't supposed to get the last table of the night anyway. But besides the point, it was a group of like 20 kids with no parents and they ended up racking up like a huge bill and left me no tip. So, you know, instead they just left behind a wonderful mess for me to clean up. And I just remember crying on my way home that night. I was so upset, feeling really frustrated with my current life situation when it came to, you know, my career, my living situation, you know, I, I was living in a really not healthy environment. It was filled with just mold and issues that needed to be taken care of by like the landlord, but, but it was kind of not getting taken care of. It was just, it was a hot mess. And I was extremely frustrated and I'm a manifesting generator. So if you're into human design, then you know that manifesting generators, when they are frustrated, it's usually a sign that they're out of alignment. Um, but at this time, I did not know anything about human design yet. This was in 2017. 
or like the end of 2016 going into 2017. This moment, this night really shifted a lot for me. It was the moment where I knew that something had to change. I was not happy with the job that I was in and I needed something that provided more stability and I really just wanted to feel like I mattered, I guess. And at this point, I felt like I did not. So... I started applying to all of these sales jobs because I felt like at the time that was really the only position that I could qualify for. For example, like K Jewelers, I applied there to like sell jewelry, but a lot of these jobs that I had applied to, they just kept telling me that I'm not qualified enough or, you know, that I didn't have enough experience. And it kind of felt like a slap to the face, honestly. And it did feel like a reality check, like, oh shit, okay, maybe I really am stuck in this situation, right? And that was just like my mindset, repeating this to myself, like you're stuck, you're stuck, you're stuck, nothing is gonna work out. And the universe was like, okay, you're right, here you go, nothing's gonna work out. Just kind of showing me exactly how I felt inside as the universe tends to do is just a reflection of our energy. But at this point, I was just like, I, I always hated people saying like, you don't have enough experience because then I'm like, okay, well, who the hell is going to give me the experience then? Because if none of you want to give me experience, how am I supposed to get experience? And I'm sorry, but in this day and age, like, I don't do internships for free. F that. I have bills to pay and time is precious. Like, I don't have time for that. So again, just extremely frustrated and defeated at this point. And now I remember around this time, like I said, you know, end of 2016 going into 2017, I was wicked obsessed with Pinterest. I was always pinning things that I wanted one day, like my dream wedding, my dream house, you know, all of the pretty things. And it was mostly a way for me to escape. And it's funny because I used to do this as a kid all the time. I would take my mom's home and garden magazines. I would cut out images of what I wanted for my future home and just my future life. And I'd paste them all into this binder that I had. And I was creating a vision board as a child and I didn't even know it yet. But looking back, I'm like, wow, I, I was always manifesting and we are always manifesting. So remember that, like we are always manifesting every day, even when we don't think we are. But anyway, Eventually, as I was pinning on Pinterest, I came across a pin and it said something about making a full-time living as a blogger and it was like, start a blog now. And this really intrigued me because I always loved writing and website creation. As a kid, I used to put together <laughs> like this there was a site called Buddy For You and I feel like no one else knows what I'm talking about when I bring that up. But me and my neighbor, she was a really good friend of mine. We used to create content on Buddy For You at the age of like, I think we were like 11 or 12 at the time, maybe 13. And we did this so much. Like we spent days just like in the house creating website content and just like the HTML layouts and you know how you can make those like HTML away messages for your your uh, instant messenger and stuff. It was ridiculous, but it was so much fun to me. Like I always loved Tumblr. I always loved MySpace, like putting my MySpace together. That was like always so fun. And another website was Exanga. I feel like not too many know about that one too, but it was more popular than Buddy For You. But essentially I used to just be able to do all sorts of coding and would spend hours doing this as a kid just for fun. So when I saw this on Pinterest, like start a blog, start a website, make money, I was 
like, oh my god, okay, yes, like, sign me up. And then when I clicked on the link or on the pin, it brought me to a course. And the course was something, like, crazy. Like, to me, it was crazy at the time because I, I didn't have money. Uh, I think it was, like, a couple hundred bucks or something, almost, like, a thousand dollars. And I was like, oh, like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. That sucks. So at that point, I remember just being like, all right, where do I go from here? And that was like, wait, let me just do my own research. Like, I'm sure that I can figure this out. So I went on Google, I was researching how to start a blog and where to start a blog and the best place to start a blog. And then I was researching like YouTube tutorials about like setting up your blog. And I just taught myself through researching because I did not have the money at the time. And honestly, most of the time when I talk to people and I'm like, all right, well, you want to work for yourself. Well, why aren't you going after it? And immediately almost many of their responses are like, well, I don't have the money to start. I don't have a money, the money to start a blog. I don't have the money to, you know, all these things. But like at the same time, you really don't need a lot of money to do it. I was baroque at the time, living paycheck to paycheck with a ton of debt to my name and I made it happen. So at the end of the day, you have to really prioritize in my opinion. You have to prioritize like what is important to you and what is not because sometimes there are also expenses that you can cut out and sometimes it's all about time and time management. It's really about prioritizing your habits and reframing your mindset and realizing that you can do so much on your own for free if you have the time. And I know time is also a valuable thing and a lot of people don't have the time, they say. So again, it's a lot of prioritizing if you want to make this happen. So I started doing research and what you really need is patience and dedication because I did spend a lot of my time doing this. And the only time that I really had was after work, which was I would get home some nights at like 11, some nights at 12, some nights at 10. And then I would just stay up all night until like 3 or 4 a.m. working on my website, working on learning, working on implementing what I'm learning. And this again is very, it's very connected to my uh, human design because I am a 5'1 and 5'1s, we love to help and we also loved to research and learn and then essentially we love to teach what we learn. And so that was exactly what I was doing here. But eventually my blog had taken off and I created a Facebook group shortly after called Boss Girl Bloggers because I was really wanting to just connect with other women who were in a similar place as me, learning how to blog, trying to, you know, grow their blog and all of these things. And before I knew it, this Facebook group really took off and it grew a lot. And I will kind of touch a little bit more on what else has happened between 2017 and now as I go further along with this episode, but that's how I really got started. And what's funny is that we are always so worried, we're always so defeated when we get rejected. Like when those jobs would not hire me, I felt so rejected, I felt so defeated. But what I did not realize at the time was that it was actually divine intervention happening. It was the universe telling me like, no, there's something so much better for you that you are actually going to enjoy a lot more. So right now, this is a no. 
and eventually I was led to that path. I knew that I probably would not have enjoyed those other sales jobs, but I was really just stuck at that point. That's how I felt, and I was looking for anything to get me out of the serving industry because I felt like I had reached a dead end. There was no more opportunity for me to grow there. I couldn't make more, really. Realistically, I was making pretty much as much as I could make being a server, and it was not enough. So that was one of those moments where I was like, all right, at this point, I'm just ready for something different that offers me opportunities to grow more. So if you are wanting to pursue self-employment, entrepreneurship, or content creation, I would say the first thing to really do is ask yourself why. Because your why is what you're going to have to hold on to throughout your journey. Because without that why, it'll be so easy to give up. Here's the thing about entrepreneurship and content creation and self-employment. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of stress. And regardless of what some creators will push, because I know there's some creators out there who create courses to teach people how to become like entrepreneurs, basically. It's kind of like, it feels a little scamish to me the way that they price these courses incredibly insanely high and kind of paint it in a pretty picture for you. They kind of put it in a pretty box with a bow on top so that, you know, you'll buy their course and you'll think that it's just super easy. You take this one course and then all of a sudden magically you're making six-figure income or, you know, a million dollars. And it's just, it's really, it does not work like that. The truth is, it's not always easy. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time and a lot of patience is needed, especially in the beginning. So if your number one reason as to why you want to do this is to make money, well, I would say that that why may not be strong enough because you most likely will end up being disappointed. The money is not going to come overnight. I mostly find that the people who are in it just for the money are the ones who give up a lot sooner because that why, that reasoning, often doesn't end up coming right away. The money doesn't end up coming right away. So your why isn't being fulfilled. So they think, well, I'm just wasting my time. I'm just going to give up. When I had started my blog, that really propelled me into this entrepreneurship world. I had thoughts in my mind that I could make money from it, but at the time I really didn't believe that it would be like much at all. I couldn't even wrap my mind around the fact that it could pay as much as my serving job did at the time. Like I, when I started my blog, it truly, I was like, yeah, this is not going to bring me money, but I'm going to do it because I love doing this as a kid, so I might as well give it a try. And it was a great way for me to kind of escape reality in a sense and just to connect with other like-minded people. So really ask yourself, what would fulfill you about doing this? Are you passionate about it? And I feel like if you have the passion for it, eventually you'll realize or you'll notice the money's coming to you and you're like, wow, I really did not expect that. But my first tip really would be like, let go of instant gratification when it comes to pursuing this goal of yours, being a content creator, being an entrepreneur, whatever it may be. Instant results can sometimes happen. Like sometimes you find that something goes viral and takes off and then like all of a sudden, you know, things are changing quicker than you expected. But most of the time it is a slow burn. It takes time. It takes dedication. Results are really kind of slow in the beginning. Stats are slow to rise and 
then most of the time they also fall and that can be very frustrating. But what this really is, is delayed gratification needing to happen. In the long run, all the work that you put in, it will be worth it, but if you expect instant results, you'll probably want to give up because it just usually does not happen. About one year in, I was making the same amount monthly through my blog as I was as a server, but I feel like, like I never like to say like, oh, it was just luck because it wasn't just luck. I put in the work, but I do feel like because I was so aligned with this path, maybe it just felt like easier. I, I don't know. It was a lot of hard work, but I feel like most who do this don't make a livable income right away. And to be honest, it still didn't feel livable at the time because I was still living paycheck to paycheck with that. But it was like paying my bills, if that makes sense. But I also was not secure enough to quit my job. So I was doing part-time waitressing and then my blog as well in doing like marketing work and client work and things like that. And that's another thing, like if you get into this, sometimes I find it's more beneficial to find multiple ways to bring in income rather than just focusing on one. It might be easier to like focus on one at a time, but definitely start implementing like multiple sources of income if you can. It took me about two years to finally say, okay, I have enough saved up that if anything were to happen, I'll feel okay, I'll feel comfortable. So I'm gonna quit this job that I really freaking hate and move on with my life. So I finally left my other job two years into my blogging journey. And honestly, quitting my serving job, it was really hard to do because I did find a lot of insecurity through that and income fluctuates all the time being self-employed and being an entrepreneur and having like your own content creation, whatever you do, it can fluctuate. So I kind of felt stressed about it, but I was just kind of trusting that everything would be okay. And honestly, I haven't had to really look back since. I have turned my head a little bit and, you know, it's okay to like have to go back to working somewhere else or whatever else. But each time I felt that way, I was like, all right, I'm going to take this as a test and I'm going to stay secure in my foundation and I'm going to trust that it's all going to work. And again, just keep in mind, even one to two years, it's just, that's quick to make money. It really doesn't always happen that way. It really all depends on how much time you are dedicating. Like I said, I really stayed up super late most nights working on my blog. I really did not get much sleep, but I was also super passionate about it. So it was like my adrenaline was pumped up and I was ready to create and just enjoyed the process. But when it comes to content creation, self-employment, entrepreneurship, I think something that holds many back is the thought of failing, the thought of looking like a fool and just being really uncomfortable to try something new. When I had first started my blog, I was so afraid of people finding out about it. Like, I did not want them to laugh at me. I didn't want them to judge me for it. I didn't really want to hear their criticism or feedback either. And, you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, then you know that my real name is Lauren and it's not L. I actually, you know, use L as a pen name. I guess you could say. It was like a way for me to somewhat hide the real me from people who knew me. And, you know, looking back, I'm not mad that I did it because I actually really like it. I really feel like Elle just fits and I just love it now. But also, 
everyone in my life knows that I have this podcast, that I have my blog, that I have like my business or whatever, and they know that I go by L. Also, I'm sorry if you can hear my chair because it's broken and it's just making all of this noise and it's super annoying. Okay. But even though everybody knows about it, I still find myself at times feeling like a little bit uh, playing myself down a little bit when I talk about it. Like, oh, you know, like I have a podcast, I have a blog or whatever, and I do marketing for clients. Like when you're wanting to go after something and you're enjoying it and you're loving it, like be proud to talk about it. Don't talk about it in a way that is like, oh, like, you know, I have this thing. Because the more that we put confidence behind our own goals and our own dreams that we're accomplishing, the more other people are going to feel that confidence and be like, wow, like, okay, that's really cool. Like, I'm glad you enjoy that. Like, why do we have to pretend that we we're not good enough or what we do is like embarrassing or what we do for work is like you know not up to somebody else's standards or it's weird to talk about it that's something i'm learning is that i need to show up with more confidence when talking about what i do for a job instead of feeling like ashamed or embarrassed or downplaying it and you know like i said it's hard i i get that but one way i believe that we can really succeed as an entrepreneur or a content creator is to just get really comfortable with being embarrassed truly because you know that's the key being afraid of judgment and embarrassment is often what holds so many back from actually pursuing what they want just think of how much you could accomplish if you were just being yourself you showed up creating content that felt good to you you owned your authenticity and you marketed your content to everyone without any fear of judgment that is a game changer and heck i am still struggling with this but I know in fact that it is a game changer and it would be. Those who judge, make fun, or laugh are often doing so from just like a place of either one, jealousy, or two, not being comfortable with their own authenticity. So they judge other people for their authenticity. And then when it comes to failure, I really, again, hate that word because I don't believe that we are failing I believe that we are learning. If something does not work out, you didn't fail. You learned. You learned what does not work. So now you can try something else. But you will never find what does work if you don't find what does not work. Duality exists. Therefore, you cannot have success without the failure. And that's just how life works. You get the good, you get the bad. You know, you can't have really good moments without tough moments. So if you try something and it does not work out, be grateful that you tried because you learned something in the process and you're now one step closer to finding what does work for you. Failure is always redirection. The universe does not say no. It says not right now or there's something better. So embrace having a beginner mindset. Embrace being new at something and be okay with being new. Get passionate about it research it, implement what you learn, and put your own spin on things. Because I think that's another thing that many of us get caught up in as content creators and, you know, entrepreneurs. We think that what works for one person, what leads someone else to success, is going to work for us too. And that's not always the case. Someone's approach to something could work extremely well for them. And then you could try that same exact approach, word for word, like, you know, step by step, I should say, step by step, not word for word, but like step by step, you're following 
everything that they're doing and then it does not work for you at all. And to be honest, I think this has always been my strong point within my content creation journey because I never liked being structured and rigid and I don't like confining myself to one specific way of doing something. I very much like to do things differently or like kind of put my own spin on things. Everybody always preached to me when I started my blog, people in the industry who teach about blogging and things like that, they always preached that I needed to niche down and focus on just one topic, but I literally said fuck that. I am multi-passionate and I'm going to talk about it all and I did not care. It's so easy to see like the normal ways of doing things and because that's been perceived by the majority as the right way of doing something, it makes doing something differently quickly seen as wrong when in reality it's not wrong at all. It's just a different approach and sometimes a different approach can get you the same exact results. So don't be afraid to put your own spin on things and remember that what works for one person is not always going to work for the next person. You have to find what works for you and then move forward with that. And one of the most commonly asked questions from many who, you know, want to start out as a content creator was that they did not know what they should talk about or what their niche should be. And I personally found that it was extremely important that you enjoy what you are talking about. If you are creating content, you will get so sick of it real quick if you do not enjoy the topic. So think about what you enjoy. What could you talk about for hours? Maybe you're really, really great at graphic designing or maybe you love talking about pop culture or maybe you love to test out new makeup products and you find beauty to be a great way to creatively express yourself. There are literally so many options and directions that you can go online. The opportunities are truly so endless nowadays, especially with all the different social media platforms. So truly just go with what lights you up. I would start there. You can even think back to when you were a kid and you know what lit you up as a kid. And you can also use self-discovery tools. I definitely found self-discovery tools a game changer. One way that I of course you know looked into what I should be doing for my career or what career would like best align with me was looking at my 10th house in astrology in my natal chart and looking at the ruler of that house. And my ruler of that house is Gemini. And Gemini rules over, you know, communication, writing, social media, researching. And that fits literally everything that I do. So that was pretty cool. And that's just one very small sliver of insight that you can get into your best suited career path by using astrology. And again, this is also included in my in-depth natal chart reading. So don't forget to leave a review screenshot, send it to me on Instagram at lduclose if you want to be entered to win a free natal chart reading from me. I am super excited about that, cannot wait to give one of you guys that reading. But another really important tip that I think so many need to hear is to just freaking start, just start. We can get so caught up in the, you know, how am I going to do this or will this be good enough? Or, you know, do I even know enough yet to even be qualified to do this? Listen, leave perfectionism at the door. If you wait until you know it all before you start, you will be waiting the rest of your damn life. Every day, we are all learning something new. 
this life experience is about learning. So embrace it. Start creating what it is you want and you will continue to learn along the way. I really think that perfectionism holds a lot of us back from ever starting in the first place. So just know that we all start from somewhere and no one is perfect, nothing is perfect. So just start and be open to making mistakes because that provides opportunity to learn and grow and you're going to make mistakes along the way and that's okay, we are human. Learn from it, grow from it, continue forward. So this next tip is extremely important to remember and it's something that I struggled with and that is making sure that you don't lose yourself in the process. If you are a fellow content creator or fellow creative entrepreneur, whatever it may be, you probably can relate but it is so easy to just lose ourselves in our creative passions. Like I said before, being an entrepreneur, it, it does take hard work. It does. You do have to spend a lot of your time until you have, you know, the financial means to then outsource tasks, which is also a struggle in itself. So it is really easy to forget to prioritize yourself and your own basic needs. Like there were some times where I would forget to literally eat because I just wanted to work on my pro like my creative business. So setting boundaries, it is so important when it comes to being a content creator or even any job that is just demanding and time consuming. It's so easy when you work from home, especially to have those boundaries blurred because you're not always accessible to your work when, you know, you're not working from home. You kind of get to sometimes leave it at, at work, but most of the time we all take like emotional baggage from work. Let's be real. We all take emotional baggage and stress with us from work, but working from home, like I can easily just open up my laptop and, you know, want to do work or look at my phone and instantly I'm doing something work, work related instead of like relaxing. So I really have to set those boundaries, making sure to, you know, set hours for yourself and be like, okay, from... 10 a.m. to like 5.30 p.m. I'm going to focus on working, but then after that, I'm gonna check out, I'm gonna put it away. And, you know, going alongside this, if you have goals to be a content creator or start your own business, whatever your goals are, ask yourself, are your daily habits taking you closer or further away from those goals? Do you have habits that are distracting you from your goals like binge watching TV or mindlessly scrolling through social media? I like to check in with myself and ask myself to be honest. I'm like, if this habit is helping my future self, then great. But if this habit is just distracting me, then I really need to take into consideration cutting this habit out. All right, I have two more tips for you before I end this episode. So the next one is to know that it is okay to pivot. If anyone knows what it's like to pivot and just change their mind, it's definitely me. I have changed directions throughout my journey so many times. I started my blog out and it was like mainly about personal growth and beauty. I was always sharing my favorite beauty products and things like that. And then once I had my footing in that, I started my Boss Girl Bloggers community. I started this to really connect with like-minded women who were also blogging or in like the blogging world, but quickly 
it turned into like me sharing my experiences of my blogging journey and what I've been learning and people really enjoyed that. So then I kind of created like a marketing blog to go alongside that and like help people grow their blog and start a blog and all these things. Um, and then I got really too fixated on like materialistic external things like the money I was making and all these other things and I lost my passion for talking about that. I lost my passion for marketing content. Now, during this time, I had also been going through a spiritual awakening of my own. I started seeing life through a different lens. My values, my priorities, they all started changing and therefore, so did my content. I was then drawn towards tarot and astrology, self-discovery tools, healing your inner child, and personal growth-related content that was really lighting me up. And what I think is also important to note is that, you know, I implement all of these topics while still doing marketing for content creators on the side. You don't have to limit yourself. I think what's so important is to just do what lights you up. If you feel called to pivot, then pivot. There's nothing wrong with it. I had all of these fears that I would lose my audience, that no one would be interested anymore. And guess what? Yeah, I did. I did lose some of my audience, but it made room for the right people who were aligned with my content to find me. We have to be okay with letting go. And I think that I learned that the most throughout this journey is just, you know, being okay with letting go of old versions of myself and making room for a new version of myself. Life is all about growth and some of the biggest growth comes from change. So if you want to change your mind or if something no longer resonates with you, you are okay to make that shift even if other people are not supporting you. It just means that you are no longer aligned with them and they are no longer aligned with you and that's okay. Don't ever feel bad for shifting. And lastly, don't compare where you are at to anyone else. It is so easy in this, I guess, industry or whatever you want to call it, it's so easy to look at someone else's content, look at where somebody else is in their journey, and you see them crushing it, and you want to be where they are, but you're not. And you know, that can frustrate the shit out of anybody. But the thing is, you can be where they're at, but it's all about divine timing. Your path does not have the same timing as someone else. Your path and challenges are very unique to you, just as someone else's path and challenges are unique to them. And online can be so deceiving. We are never truly seeing the full picture or, you know, the full reality of someone else's life and even their journey. So it's really not worth it to try to compare, to try to compete. Just embrace your own unique journey and trust that in divine timing, it is all going to come together exactly as it was meant to. Keep putting in the work, keep listening to your intuition, learn more about yourself and your talents because we all have our own unique talents and just keep showing up as if you are already in the energy of the person who has their goals accomplished. What habits would someone who has a creative business implement? Figure that out and then start implementing those habits. So that's what I have for you today and I really hope that this was helpful in some way. I find that the hardest part of entrepreneurship and content creation and all of that, it's just really, you know, taking that leap, 
just starting. That's always the hardest part. But start today working towards your goals. Stop making excuses as to why you can't start. There is a world of resources online at your fingertips, so it's time to prioritize these goals. I believe in you, but the question is, do you believe in yourself? And if you don't, well, that is a whole other topic and I have many episodes on how to build your confidence and self-trust, so please go listen to those because you deserve to believe in yourself and you deserve to go after your goals and have them come to fruition and it will happen. But I can't wait to chat with you all next week. I am sending you so, so much love. Until next time. Mm -hmm.